0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Professional Insight Podcast. Uh, thanks very much for, uh, to our sponsors, uh, Brand Boulevard, for uh, our guest speaker uh, gifts. My name's Brandon Curry.
1: I'm Jeff Collins,
0: Josh Bond, and Trevor Lindy. And our, uh, our guests today, and thank you very much for staying on because uh, I know you have a very busy Esteemed schedule. the guest esteemed guest thank you very much for that adjective uh <laughs> the uh president of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce Mr Rocco Rossi thank you very much again for staying on and answering our questions um I was, <laughs> I was I was going to be um I was going to start and uh talk to and then Bondo has a couple of other questions as well pertaining to it um we we were chatting about you know, what is the strategy, what's the lobbying strategy, or if, if that's inside baseball, you don't have to say that, but like basically to get the funding back, to get people back into employers, things like um, in the finances industry where you need licenses to sell, and that's a lot of money for a business to pay for and reimburse a, an employee for when they may or may not have um, you know, the, the, the history in the industry and the license to come with them. Um, what Where's that uh, sitting at right now?
2: Yeah. Well, one of the things that's really important to remember at all of this is, um, you know, we, we, we've we gone through almost a half a trillion dollars uh, over this crisis. And, and in fact, we have debt levels um, that we've not seen in Canada outside of the second world war. Uh, and the notion that they're simply going to be able to continue to write enormous checks ad infinitum um, is is likely not realistic. Particularly if you see any real uptick in interest rates, which now that we're talking about inflation, um, that seems a more uh, real possibility. So our focus, and yes, there have to be targeted. Uh, supports particularly for the hardest hit sectors because they're you know people talk about the k-shaped recovery it's been a k-shaped recession from the beginning if you've been in technology and some of the essential services yes there have been bumps on the road but you've been rocking and rolling throughout if you were in hospitality and tourism you know, you were punched in the face from the beginning and you're very slow coming out uh, of this. But what all governments need to focus on is try to understand what are the things that we can do beyond cutting checks, which we're going to be more restricted because of the debt load that we now have, Mm -hmm. that we can do to speed up private sector growth, right? So that is things like the interprovincial trade and service barriers that we have. It is harder for me as a business to do business between Ontario and BC than it is between Mm -hmm. Ontario and Michigan. And that makes no sense. None. Right. It has been estimated that somewhere between two to 4% of GDP is locked up in these barriers that maybe at one point had some point to them, But in the era that we're living in now is just shooting ourselves in the foot. And that is something that can happen without government writing a check. It's literally a pay increase for every man, woman and child in uh, Canada of two thousand dollars a year every year uh, in eliminating those uh, those barriers, which in and of itself, without increasing tax rates would lead to another uh, $60 billion a year into government coffers. Um, so pretty pretty impressive opportunities um, uh, with, with those kinds of measures. Now, Rob, go ahead. A
3: little, a little bit of what's concerned me with the government handouts has been the whole concept of the universal basic income, right? and my my fear of all of this fear i'm going to use it lo- loosely in parentheses but um is that we're going to transition to a universal basic income and I, again i think it could be done properly and we could transition into something like that and be better off if we control our 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 our, our welfare as well and in part. I mean, I'm just not sure if you're prepared to provide your comments yeah. or your opinions with respect to it.
2: Look, this is an interesting theme because you have people both on the right and the left who've called for universal mm-hmm. uh, guaranteed income. Uh, for for people on the right, people like Hayek and Milton Friedman, you know, not, not considered socialists, um, no. they said they would much prefer having that to the plethora of social welfare programs that are out there. That as a conservative, you could actually make the system more efficient than rather than have 55 different programs, there's just that one. The problem with it in making it work is that that if uh, people still fall between the cracks you still end up needing all of those other programs, and so the efficiency maybe isn't as efficient. Um, and that's why uh, many have said, "Well, we really should have you know pilots so you can you can test this." Um, and and those pilots have been you know more often than not cut off. There's also the issue just of 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 the the dignity of work uh and the encouragement so that as you think about these minimum um income systems what is the incentive to ensure that you you do try to return because that's something just as 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 someone who finds real dignity in work that that you want to ensure is available for um for everyone so you're right. Uh, it's something that's talked about a lot. Um, for those to be able to bridge both the left and the right, make it efficiency, make it efficient, but also retain um, the encouragement of people uh, to seek to work where possible. Um, that that has proven to be very difficult to actually do in reality.
0: It's funny that uh, Bondo's bringing that up. I'm I'm in the process right now of writing the sixth part of a six-part series for Reveal Magazine on the Universal Basic Income, and just slowly walking people through, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people hear it, and they, they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds okay. But they don't do any research. I mean, like, in theory, communism sounds phenomenal. Right. Until well, no, you start. It, it
3: is. It, I mean, I, we won't get into that, but I mean... No. If you strip it back, I mean, it's really based on a utopian
0: society, right?
3: Whether it's well, egalitarianism, and, and that's where, right?
0: but, and, and that's where I, I start to go down though that that little you know the yellow brick road with some people explaining the, away the history, dictator. <laughs> explaining the history, and then working it and going, okay, well here are the finances because if you're going to give it in its pure form, twenty five hundred dollars a month, tax free, which is the equivalent of fifteen dollars an hour a year, right? 40 hours, so 30 grand a year, take away all your social programs. You would cost the, it would take, it would cost the country an additional $600 billion. The only one that can do it is the federal government. No province can withstand that kind of infrastructure uh, because Ontario, which has almost not quite, but almost half of that, of the population, Would in turn have to bear the brunt of, you know, it would cost about nine hundred billion. But your social programs federally are about three hundred billion. So your net net an additional six hundred billion. You'd be, it's just, it's not fiscally feasible. Well, they got to tax somewhere higher, right, and harder. Well, and then, but this is the problem. I mean, I think where 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 Canada has done well, quote unquote, could be businesses. It's been. Well, it's been in in, in essence, um, not made, like, so healthcare and education, both socialized programs, mm-hmm. right? You pay for it through your property taxes or your income taxes, but it's not, they are not income tested benefits. Meaning if you're a, a millionaire, you still get healthcare and education, but if you want to go to the U S for your healthcare, well, go go i don't care if you want to send your kids to private school well go i don't care right where there's a divide in these social programs because humans by their nature will take the path of least resistance which is why if they can only not always can, i
2: don't i don't agree with that because if you, that were the <laughs> case why would uh, you know people join monastic orders or take on real challenges or sign up in the military. Like there, there is, there is right. heroic activity as well. And, and people do try to be, you know, more than uh, uh, the best that they can be.
0: True. And then, but there is a segment of the, like, yeah. if you can, if you say to someone, oh, you're on 13, $14 an hour, but here's CERB, right? Like they'll shoot a lot, if, but you can only make a thousand dollars a month. Well, people are looking at it. They've got to provide for their family in the middle of a pandemic. They're gonna make a thousand dollars a month and get an additional two thousand from the government. But you don't why would you blame them for that? That that's the rule. No, it's rational behavior. It's, particularly in like yeah. Yeah, right. So if someone's used to making twenty five hundred dollars a month and they can make three thousand dollars a month but only work half the hours, you're gonna only work half the hours. It's just it's pure math. It's not I don't criticize yeah, that. Just, it's it's logic.
3: It was just mo- most, I would say most humans are, are, yeah. are, are Fair uh, enough. have a, li- a lazy inclination, right? But there still are, like a lot of, like a lot of your business owners are the ones who are taking the risks, right? And, you know, you see it all the time, right? In terms of Jeff or you, Brandon, the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it versus the second generation, right? There's a di- big disconnect there. Yeah. So I just think that. So that, the- that, that, that first generation definitely took the chances and put the sweat in, but the second generation maybe might not, and they're a little bit more
0: aloof. But yeah, generally we're, speaking, we're a little bit more lazy population. But population, but not you, everybody. But where would you see that going? Do you think it's, it's even feasible in, in Canada, Rocco, that something like a universal basic income, um, or do you think that it's just, there needs to be some sort of income test? I, I'm a firm believer, being a certified financial planner, Um, seeing these people come through my office all all the time that income tested benefits with the one exception being OAS, which is an income tested benefit, but it's so high that people very rarely hit it that it, 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 they just don't work because people will just inherently do what's best for them and for the family. Right. Or does that need to change?
2: Look, my, my focus as the, as the, the child of immigrants who you know came to this country with with nothing and and whose only dream was really to work hard not even so that they would benefit but that their children would benefit um i i am a huge believer in the dignity of human work and i am a huge believer in providing people with as much opportunity as possible because that's something that canada for all of our faults has done to a level that in many countries You know, if you're born into a certain class in in many countries, that's where you end up being, regardless of how hard you you work. And so if you feel the system kind of stacked against you, it's really hard to to have that motivation. And and, you know, we get some of those elements. It's not that we don't have, you know, systemic biases and prejudices and, and and there are issues in the system. But. Relative to most countries in the world, um, I I would say there is still that incredible opportunity. So how do we augment the things that provide uh, people with that opportunity to better themselves and and provide for their, their families? And that's really around being so much smarter around training and retraining and building in lifelong learning. Around social programs that are enhancements that give people that option so you know one of the things that the ontario chamber has has pushed on is how transformative affordable child care is um, because what we've seen is when schools and childcare shut down so that women who still regardless of how progressive a society we are women still bear the brunt of child rearing yes. in our society. And so you saw this recession, unlike prior ones, hit women even harder than men, such that women's participation rate, the percentage of them working in the workforce, went back to percentages we've not seen since the 90s. It's like you know wiping out 30 years of progress um, and and so there are programs as opposed to like a universal income isn't gonna solve the child care issue, right? right. Isn't gonna isn't gonna solve the education uh and skills issue. And I think those are the those are the things that really give um really give people the opportunity to better themselves and by extension all of society because whatever we do. In order to pay for it and sustain it has to then ultimately create a return uh and that's what I think you know really smart uh uh investable ideas and in social programs will do for us
3: but the operative word being
0: smart there yes. But- how much do you you like you leave the Canadian Chamber of Commerce to lobby the federal government and then you guys? Ontario, just stick to... the
2: Canadian uh, yeah. my colleagues, uh yeah. Perrin Beattie, who heads up the Canadian Chamber, they're, uh, they're. Western just the take it? the main responsibility. Perrin Beattie, yeah. Western the ones... grad? Uh I think he was a Western grad and he was a minister in the Joe Clark and Mulroney governments. Yeah, <clears throat>
3: yeah.
2: Interesting.
3: I actually met him, I believe. Yeah. And anyway, then
2: I, he's he's more respons- he's got the primary responsibility at the Canadian Chamber to focus on Parliament Hill, and ours is more a focus on uh, Queens Park.
0: And I guess, in, and finally, where are you? Uh, how are you feeling now? Coming as we, I think it's it's light at the end of the tunnel, and not a freight train coming through. Do you want to give um, a
3: present day though, Curry, just because this might
0: record oh, a little
3: bit Yeah, later
0: just in case for anyone's listening to us later on, we're, we're recording on November 2nd, 2021, if anyone's listening to this later on. Um, so we do feel, I feel that there is a, like I said, light at the end of the tunnel. Well, how, how are you feeling? Uh, notwithstanding, obviously, the losses of businesses and stuff like
2: that. Yeah. Look, at I, I am a huge believer Um in the power of science and human innovation, and I do believe we're uh, we're bringing it to uh, we're bringing it to an end. That doesn't mean it goes to zero, as the scientists say. We'll enter an endemic phase where you know COVID shows up uh, throughout the year, but but not in a way that is going to threaten the healthcare system and lead to uh, the numbers of, of deaths and. Um, and human tragedy that we've seen to uh, to date. Um, so I'm by nature an optimistic person. I think most people who are in business are by nature optimistic because if you weren't, there are lots of reasons to shut down a business every day. Uh, you know, the number of times, uh, you know, Brandon, uh, Jeff, that, that you've heard no from a potential client before you can turn it into a yes. If you weren't an optimist, you would take that no and go home. That's not the way we're built. Um, but that doesn't mean uh, that we we simply say, okay, well, we're, we're done. So get rid of all restrictions, get rid of masks. Don't worry about getting vaccinated or boosters or whatever. No, <laughs> use every tool at your disposal to manage the crisis as opposed to just react to it, sure. and and I think we're um, uh, we're in a much better place than uh, than we were 18 months ago.
0: A lot of other places in the world too. Well, and if you read if you read what's going on in the UK right now, cases are spiking back up again. Just basically all to your point, Rocco. Um, that you know, the one thing I have to give you know, that you, you it, it being a sorry, target. I, just,
2: I lost you.
0: Oh, sorry. If you just listen to the UK with cases spiking up back again, right? And um, can you hear me you okay good, now, Rocco? Rocco? Oh, we might've,
3: have... oh. He's just reconnecting. Yeah. He's just
0: reconnecting right now. <clears throat> yeah, he only has like, not even two minutes left. Oh, okay. Oh, he um, did he freeze? Did he fr- uh, he froze?
3: Yeah, it looks like it.
2: Well spoken guy, very well spoken.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, um, he's the president well, of the Cham- Ontario Chamber, so he's got to yeah. do a
0: lot of talking. <laughs> yeah, lots of talking, lots of lobbying. It's oh,
3: he's it. a huge... had a, like
2: a very optimistic tone throughout too, which is mm-hmm. nice, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? We'll wrap up this episode and uh, we'll we'll go from there. So, thanks everyone for tuning in. I do want to thank our guest. Oh, there he is! Perfect. Oh,
2: yeah, Rock was able to. I apologize, guys. I lost
0: you. That's okay. No thanks no very problem. much. Well, well, you know what? If you, we know that you have a huge schedule and a busy one, it is three o'clock. We promised your uh your team that we'd have you done by three we got two episodes in we're very efficient amazing maybe get you back on in the future and talk about a hybrid healthcare system oh we are we're willing to because we're professional insights we're willing to if you want to talk about any platforms or anything that you want to talk about by all means
2: let you're professional insights and i'm simply amateur insights so oh, how does right, that work yeah. <laughs> yeah we're always you know. open open to learning but anyway thank you, thank stay you. positive test negative and buy local every chance you get
0: yes nice. and on that, that no, thank you very much for chad uh, for uh being our guest uh rocco we really 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 appreciate it thank you bondo
3: pleasure, help us guys. help
0: you help us help you stay informed.